Be patient with yourself. Cut yourself some slack. And maybe you need to take more breaks than you would later. Like, oh, I need to take a breather here. Or I need to step away from this problem. But it does progress and you will get better at it. You're listening to School Me, a podcast for new and early career educators from the National Education Association, bringing you the advice you need to bring out the best in your students and yourselves. Here's your host, Renee Carter. Working with students of any age, day in and day out, can be wearing and sometimes wearing on one's patience. Educators, though, possess a special type of tranquility that is on display every day in the classroom. Here to talk to us today about the virtue of patience in the classroom is Erica Fair. Erica is a general paraeducator who is in her fifth year working at Fort Georgians Elementary School in Helena, Montana. Welcome, Erica. Thank you. So as we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your career path? I have worked with children most of my life, whether through church or through volunteering at my children's schools. And then recently, about four years ago, five years ago, I decided to take that into a career and applied for a job at the elementary school as a para-educator. And this is my fifth year of doing it. We're going to talk a little bit about patience, and I would imagine that working with young people requires quite a bit of patience. It does. And and love of it. So tell us why it's important to be patient with children as they learn. Why do you think it's so important for educators to have patience? I think children learn a lot better in an environment that is calm and with a teacher who is is patient with them. And I think they feed off of that. I think when you are calm and you are patient, they are going to be more calm and more patient with the learning process. I think that they take their cues from you. What advice would you give someone who is new to the profession about the importance of patience in the classroom or even in the school setting? Is there advice that you would offer? It's something that is learned. I don't think it happens right away. I noticed when I started, I wasn't as good at it as I am now. It develops over time. Mm -hmm. So be patient with yourself. Cut yourself some slack. And maybe you need to take more breaks than you would later. Like, oh, I need to take a breather here. Or I need to step away from this problem. But it does progress and you will get better at it. And that's encouraging, I think, too, that you can say five years into your profession that you have developed or or have evolved in terms not only of patience, I guess, but also in terms of your practice. Yes. And I would say that even if you're not a new early career educator, I think as the year progresses, as you get to know these children and learn to love them, I think that also increases your patience with that child. What advice would you give to a teacher who is working with a para for the first time? To be patient with them. I think to be clear about what you expect. I have had experiences where a teacher is not clear and does not let you know exactly what their expectations are and then maybe later is upset because it wasn't done 
the way they wanted. So I think being clear about what your expectations are and being patient with them until you begin to have more of a, a relationship and know each other. So then what advice would you have for a para who is going to be in a team with a teacher for the first time? Maybe the same thing, to be patient with the teacher, to realize the teacher has a lot on their plate right now, and to make sure that you ask a lot of questions that are going to help you know what is expected and what is the plan that they have for this child that you're working on or for this project that they would like you to complete so that you both have the same understanding. Thanks for listening to School Me. And a quick thank you to all the NEA members listening. If you're not yet an NEA member, visit nea.org slash whyjoin to learn about member benefits. So five years into your career, what do you think are some of the best takeaways? I would say learning to relate to children better, learning to work with all types of children and all types of different learning styles. But you definitely feel like it is a growth process. Oh, that absolutely. You, it is a journey, if you will. You Where you were five years ago, you're in a whole different place yeah. and a better place. Oh, yeah. And I think every day and every year you change and evolve and learn new things. Can you share an instance or a situation where you needed to exercise great patience with the student? Just this last year, I had a student who had some difficulties and would shut down if he was asked to do with anything that he deemed as too difficult and would scream and throw things. And in the very beginning of the year, I would get, I found myself getting amped up with him. Um, but as the year progressed and I learned to love that child, I mean, I adored him by the end of the year, I found the ways that I could cope with it and how I could help him be successful, what things I needed to say to him and do, and how I needed to stay calm, and how I needed to speak to him in a calm voice, and how that made all the difference. And stating my expectations and calm body language and how that would defuse the situation. But I felt like at the end of the year, that was a win for me. So, he didn't necessarily change until no, you changed. Right. You changed and your change made him change and made absolutely. it possible for him to learn and grow. Yes, absolutely. So what about a difficult situation with an adult, but any person, adult in the school setting? I think as I mentioned earlier, there are times when teachers don't give clear expectations of what they expect from you. And then when you have done the project, they are upset and don't like how it's been completed. And I think having patience and realizing that they're worried about the 27 children that they have in their classroom and that you're there to support them and having patience with them and you know, maybe they had a bad day today or, you know, their patience is so thin and they've been holding it together in front of their kids. And then, you know, you're right there at the wrong time. So I think having patience with that, I've had that happen several times. 
What do you know now that you wish you had known on your first day as a paraeducator? That I didn't need to know everything (laughs) that first day, that it would come as time went on, that it would be a process. So when you feel your patients running thin or running short, uh, what do you do? How do you cope in those situations? And my guess is that most educators face that at one time or another. I think sometimes you need to step away. I don't think you always need to deal with a situation right then. I think sometimes the situation can occur and you can table it for after class or in a more convenient time when you've had time to take your deep breath and deal with it where you're not reacting immediately in a way that maybe is not the best way. I also think taking a break if you can and just recharging, resetting yourself is also important. How do you know when to just say, you know, that's enough for today or we've gone as far as we should go today? Mm -hmm. How do you know when, okay, this is as much as I should do today? I think body language plays a big piece. You can look at the student you're working with and you see the they're laying on the desk or (laughs) they're getting very, very frustrated and you're not getting anywhere. I think, yeah, you need to look for those cues and know when it's time to say, you know what, I think you need a break. And like you said, I'm going to walk away, but you also need a, you also yeah, need um, you need to some, walk away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and ch- a chance to revisit this at another time maybe. Yeah. Because I know that I feel that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, don't yes, we all? Yes. Erica, how important is being an NEA member to you as a para? What are the benefits of being a member of an organization like NEA? I'm actually here in Washington, D.C. from Helena, Montana, working with some other parateacher teams from other parts of the U.S. And it's been just amazing being in the company of other teachers and paras and learning from them and from their experiences and just listening to them and being in the company of people who love children as much as I do and who have the same goals for student success that I do. These are the experiences that I wouldn't have if I wasn't part of this union. And learning how to advance the profession, not just, you know, how to make the profession such that other people want to come into into your profession. Absolutely, yes. In this process that we've been working on, we've been working on different training and curriculum that can be used for building para and teacher teams and making them more successful with their students and working on training that you can do alone as a para to help you be better at your profession. And these are things that we would not do just within our own school and we would miss out on those opportunities. What do you love most about your work as a paraeducator? I love working with children. I love seeing that aha moment 
um, when you've been working with that child who yesterday was so frustrated and couldn't get it and was laying on their desk. And then today you said just the right thing. You drew just the right picture or whatever it was and boom, they get it. Okay, I get it. And then they can do it and they're just the happiness on their face is worth so much. Success. Yes. Oh, then you think, okay, this is why I do this. This is what makes all that other stuff okay and worth it. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of School Me. And be sure to download the NEA Today app for NEA's member magazines and the latest education advice, tips, and news.